Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 25, and we are talking Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 for the PlayStation 2. Now, I did play this a lot when I was growing up. Uh, me and my brother and all his mates used to absolutely pound this game. We really did. I am a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, always have been. So this, for me, was the game that I've always wanted playing Dragon Ball. Like I know we've got Dragon Ball Fighters now, which is which is incredible, which is an absolutely fantastic game. But prior to that, I think we were really struggling to get a good Dragon Ball Z game. And if you look prior to Budokai 3, we had a lot. There were a shit ton of Dragon Ball games for the PlayStation, for the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy, the Mega Drive, Sega Saturn. Shit tons. But they were all crap. They were all absolutely garbage, and I felt it wasn't until the Budokai series came through that they really got the handle of it, and Budokai 3 was like the one which everyone was happy with because it came with the Dragon Ball GT stuff included. Now, if you're not into Dragon Ball, you're not into anime, I hope you can enjoy this episode, um, because that's what we're going to be talking about. Well, in the second half, we're going to be talking about it, um, but so I really do hope you enjoy it. Now... I should say I'm a little bit better. Now, if you weren't here last week, I kind of explained why there wasn't a show last week or the week before. Unfortunately, what happened was I picked up something from the missus, from the queen, and from hiccups. And unfortunately, it got onto my chest and it developed into pneumonia. Uh, it meant I was really breathless. I was really struggling. And I remember saying to the queen when we went to see an out-of-hours doctor, said, look, I'm I'm struggling to breathe. I am I'm not well. I need to go to hospital. And we went, and the scene after about two hours, and they eventually have to do all the row row stuff, and they did an X-ray and said, "Yeah, you've got you've got pneumonia, really bad on one lung," and they couldn't believe it because because I'm quite a healthy person in the sense of a bit overweight, but when it comes to fitness wise, you know, I can run, I can play football for a long time, so it was a huge shock, and I was in hospital for two days, and um, it wasn't fun uh, because I could barely walk, I could barely move, I could barely breathe. And my breathing is still labored now. I think the pneumonia is now gone. I've finished antibiotics, um, but I'm still out of breath with a lot of things, like even just walking up the stairs. And if I sound a bit breathless on this podcast, I am really sorry. That's just one of the things I'm just going to have to deal with for the moment. And they've said it's going to be about six weeks until I'm back to normal, um, which is unbelievable, really. You know, it takes that long. But yeah, don't don't mess around when you get these sort of things. Um, go see the doctors as soon as you can. So thank you to everyone who looked after me and thank you to all those messages. I won't go on about it anymore um, because I, I just wanted a bit, a bit more than I did last time because last episode I just kind of wanted to say, oh, look, this is what happened. This is why I missed it. And let's, you know, I don't want you guys to miss out because I don't want to be, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks and there's no show. So hopefully I'm trying to get back to some more normality now and we'll try and get the show back to its usual tick of the way we've been going so i have managed to do dlc managed to record that as well 
and I can actually crack on. So before we go any further, just to let you know. So if you're new to this, this show is kind of in two halves. I kind of do a bit of news, bit of letters, bit of games before we go into Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Now I'm going to let you know I am joined this week by uh, R9 Beats, Mr. R9 Beats. He is a good friend, and we had a really good laugh recording this. If you don't know who on Iron Beats is, um, go see him on YouTube. Uh, he's do he does a lot of Pokemon stuff. He's trying to get away from the Pokemon stuff a little bit as well, but he's a really good guy, um, and he's honestly an absolute pleasure to work with. And this is one of the funniest times I think when we had we've had a few episodes. I know we've had ones with Chris, and I've laughed my head off. And this was another similar one where he had me in absolute stitches at one point. I thought I was going to die. Um, really, really good chat. And it was him who wanted to come to me and said, can I do Budokai 3? And I was like, oh my God, yes, of course you can, because I love this game. And I love Dragon Ball so much. I still read the manga now. If you don't know, it's on Dragon Ball Super. I still read that, and I read it every month looking forward to the new things. And when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, it was like a Christmas day come true. So before I go any further, I just need to do the plug. Yes, the plug is back. We always need to do the plug because this helps... Well, me one day do this job full time. That's the dream. If you want, you got a little bit of change, you want to try and help the show a little bit for one dollar fifty Australian, one dollar US, and about seventy p UK, you can go on Patreon, which you'll find me on patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars, and for there you can help support me each week or each week, I say each month, I'm not taking a weekly, it's a monthly fee, come on. And for that, what you get, well, one of the main things you get, you get your own little show, and I call this DLC, and it's basically it's a range of different things I like to talk about, maybe it's top 10 lists, or big things that have happened in the gaming world, or the little gaming projects I want to talk about. But for this week, I'd just like to give a bit of a, a showcase, I do this every two weeks, I'm just giving you a little sneak peek of what, what should have been released the other week, and I do apologise for this, this was down to the illness, I wasn't able to get this recorded or even released so i do really apologize but this is episode six where i talk about the microsoft showcase we saw fallout 76 and they do their new dlc the pit i was like holy shit is that still going I thought Fallout 76 was broken and no one wanted to play it. Although, it was weird. They, they had a music choice of downtown. I was like, That's a, I understand it. you're the pit. You, you're down on the town. I get that. But it was just a weird, weird music taste. But unlike the other trailers, it actually showed gameplay. So we can give it that one for a start. It's like, oh, great. I can actually see what I'm getting for. I've never been into Fallout again. That's kind of the same sort of thing with Elder Scrolls. It's just not my cup of tea. But if I didn't realise it fixed Elder Scroll um, Fallout 76. I thought it was completely fucking broken. Again, I thought it was absolute mess. But obviously they patched it to hell. And it must work now. If they're bringing out new DLC, it must work. I can't imagine them having a complete broken game. And going, here's another bit of the broken game with more broken game fucking mechanics. And that was DLC Episode 6, which is the Microsoft Showcase, which happened a few weeks ago. I do have enough content going forward for the next few, and you get this every two weeks. So in two weeks' time, there will be another episode of DLC coming forward. 
but also what you get for your money if you join Patreon. You get the chance to join our Discord, which are hoping to build into our own little community. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. You get the chance to write into our, new, our letter section. You get a chance to write into Revive or Die, and you get the chance to comment on our games that we talk about each week. I do try and read as many as I can going forward because, well, I want to try and build this. I really want to make this show grow, and it can only really do so with all your help. And thank you very much to everyone who's joined on so far. We do go one new patron. I can't remember if I mentioned him last time, but I will mention him, and it's the great Raging Demon. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, sir. And yes, I bought Tekken 4 just for you, because he told me I should buy Tekken 4 after he listened to Tekken 3 episode, and I went and found it, and I got it for $10 from CEX, and I will basically will one day play that. So before we go any further, it's to do our news section, which I call 16 Bits of Nonsense. And our only question this week comes from Captain N, who likes to write in every week, which I love. He said, I thought of a good question this week. Two performances. Now, this is dependent on if you've played Final Fantasy VI and IX. I have. So the question is, which game had the better performance? Final Fantasy VI Opera or Final Fantasy IX's opening theatre... The theatrical, but can't forget the word out, production. And as of last week, I was vague. I will add some criteria for you. Between the music, the interactiveness, and the impact of the story, keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much, Captain N. Yes, I have played both. Um, now, Final Fantasy VI, if you don't know, is an opera scene uh, where one of the characters, uh, I think it's Celeste, um, gets in, has to get roped into an opera scene and has pretty iconic music. And if you want to hear that kind of expanded upon, you can listen to a Final Fantasy tribute group called Distant Worlds, where they really expanded upon that, and it tells a tale of two houses, and Draco, and it's Draco, Draco's one, Maria's the other, I can't remember the other person, oh, it's really good, not doing my head in without pausing, and I can't be bothered, but it's a big operatic style, which eventually gets interrupted by the big lizard, I can't remember his name, the octopus thing, he joins in, he joins in the fray. And Final Fantasy IX is you're doing an opening play, but really it's kind of like a ruse. So you can go in and steal shit, because that's what Zidane and his crowd, crowd do. Um, and one of the big things you get to get involved in is a sword fight, uh, which if you get the more, the more swings you dodge or block, you get rewards. And I fucking love that sword fight. Holy shit. I'm not going to lie, yes, Final Fantasy VI's opera scene may have more, you know, the gravitar of the series and maybe more influential to Final Fantasy lore. How when it comes to anything, I fucking love the sword fight. Jesus Christ. And the fact that it's... Oh, this is a spoiler, right? If you've not played Final Fantasy IX, spoiler, right? Three, two, one. You've had your chance. It's also kind of to do the play at the end of the show, end of the game as well, which I like. But for me, Final Fantasy IX, that sword dance is fucking incredible. I can't wait to actually cover that on the show and replay this again. Because last time I played Final Fantasy IX was when I crashed... Well, I didn't crash my car. I got hit on the motorway. It was 70 miles an hour, 110k, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and I thought I was going to die. Um, yeah, some twat smashed into me. So I was like, oh, I'm off work for a week because I'm going to be horrendously hurt. 
I only had Whiplash, amazingly, but I was like, right, I've got my Vita, I've got Final Fantasy IX, I'm done, and played it. So that was the last time I played it, which was a good few years ago. Six, I do need to play that again. But yeah, for me, to answer your question, Captain N, Final Fantasy IX, 100%, just for that sword fight. If it wasn't for the sword fight, I'd probably say six, but no, because I get to jump around and be a ninja and block shit, I'm going to say Final Fantasy IX. Thank you very much, Captain N. And as I said, if you want to get involved, go on patreon.com forward slash retro wars and send in any questions. You can send in anything. It can be gaming related. It can be movie related. I'll answer pretty much whatever you want me to. And now we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to go to our news section. And this is going to be called Patch 25.0. Now, what's been going on in the news? Well, I, I had more two weeks ago, but that was kind of old news, and unfortunately, as I said, I couldn't get it out. So I've just got a bit of limited stuff, really, and it's a range of things, movie-related and gaming-related. First thing, gaming-related, the TMNT collection. That's now put a release date. This actually came out yesterday, no, today, as I'm recording it. It came out, and they said, August the 30th, this is coming out with a new little quick trailer, and that's great, because I think everyone's looking forward to this series. I thought it was coming out at the end of the year, but to be getting it end of August is great, and especially because Sonic Origins was so disappointing and broken. I think considering the amount of money you're spending for both you know, for both these titles, you're getting way more for your money for TMNT Collection or even the um, Capcom Fighting Collection, way much more than Sonic. And I think it's a bit disappointing. I think people are a bit annoyed how much they've had to pay to get a broken product, which I'm never happy with, uh, but there were still problems with it. But yeah, the TMNT Collection is coming. Um, you, it's got online play as well. Which is going to be good because people can play TMNT 4 or the other arcade games. And they can play that Fighters game. Ugh. I know I'm going to have to cover that on the show one day. But ugh. Tournament Fighters is just fucking dreadful. Dreadful. I love Tales, but dreadful piece of shit. Talking about things which might not be a piece of shit. The TMNT Rise of the TMNT movie is coming out. And it's coming out at the beginning of August. Now, I recently saw a the trailer for this. I thought it looked quite good. Now, I previously never really got onto this series. I didn't like how the turtles were designed. I didn't like the fact that Raph was the leader and Leo was a goofy git. But I think as the movie, as the series kind of moved on, I think Leo became more serious and Leo became more of the leader. Um, and this trailer actually looked really good from the from the movie. It looks like it's uh, Casey Jones has come back from the future. And where the crank had basically taken over. And it's now up to the turtles in the present day to try and stop the future from happening. But it looks like they lose all that mystic stuff which that series was known for. But I actually think this is setting them up for now being the, the turtles that they are. Because I think in the in the series, Leo had one sword which you could kind of warp through. And now he's got two swords. So, and I can see Mikey's got nunchucks. So I assume Raph's going to get his size. And it's kind of going to... I think that's why it's called The Rise of the TMNT, because it's the build-up. But I probably will give this a go. I said I've not seen the series, but the trailer looked pretty good. And I thought, you know what? Fine, I'll give this a go. And maybe if I like it, I might go back to The Rise and see what it's like as a series. I also didn't realize that um, Leonardo is voiced by the same guy who did Sonic. I just generally didn't click that on until recently. That's just me being stupid. In, the, in Sonic's other counterpart, Mario... Now, Mario Strikers came out, and it's been a bit so-so. I think a lot of people are a bit... There's a lack of content. But they've released their first DLC, which is going to be free. And they've announced that Daisy and Shy Guy are going to be new characters coming into the game. And I felt a bit sorry for Luigi. Luigi. 
It's like you, you ha- he had this over Daisy. Daisy got into Smash Brothers. He didn't. And now she's in another game and he's not in Smash Brothers. Poor Waluigi. One day he will get in a Smash Brothers game. It will happen one day. I think the world will end when that actually happens. But I've, I've heard, unfortunately, Strikers is a bit bare bones. Um, I've never played a Strikers game. I've made this quite clear because of FIFA. Um, but maybe... Maybe one day I'll give it a go. Now, talking of FIFA, FIFA 22, there was this stats came out that showed that um, a lot, because you can play female characters, you can play the female char- female teams, the women's teams, that a lot of the statistics for usage of those female teams are poor. And they said, we hope this improves. But it's very difficult because, not that I'm, I want to diss the women's game, but a lot of men are going to play the, the male game. They just will. I think that that's I, I, great for the representation. Fine, because I know in the front cover of the new FIFA 23, I think it's coming out, or the new one, it's got uh, Mbappe and Sam Kerr, who plays for Chelsea slash Australia, which is great. You know, it's great female representation in the game. Um, hopefully encourage more females who want to play the game and want to take up football. Fantastic. But I think it's difficult to say that, you know, the usage will go up because the predominant audience is men who play football, who play FIFA, and the, predominantly they're going to play the teams they want to play. And that's usually you pick your, your Man United, your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, your Arsenal's, your City's, your Barca's, your Real Madrid, etc., etc. And I don't think you're going to be going... Like, I won't be... If I played FIFA, I wouldn't be playing as the female Man United team. I just wouldn't play the women's Man United team. I just wouldn't. There's nothing against them, but I want to play the male team because that's the team I support. That's the team I follow. I know all the players. And their stats are better. And that's another thing. It's like, and I tried to explain this to the, to the queen, my wife. I was like, it's like if you get a fighting game, you're not going to use every character. Some characters you just don't want to use. And it's nothing on the character. You just, you prefer to use the ones you know or the ones that have better stats. Because I can't imagine the, the female team, the women's teams are going to have, I keep saying female, sorry. The women's teams are going to have better stats than the male teams. Because this whole thing about FIFA is being realistic. And unfortunately, uh, women's football is not at the same level as men's football but I don't know whether you can mix I don't know I don't know can you play um, women's football like male Man United versus female Man United can you do that I don't know someone could tell me otherwise but I- I'm happy it's in there because other people can do that but to say it should be you know we hope it gets we hope it rises it's difficult because you don't want to force it down people's throat you put it there as an option they want to take it up they want to take it up if they don't you can't force it on them that's all I'll say that's all I'll say on that, because I know it's a bit of a controversial topic, but, you know, again, representation is not a problem, but when it comes to being forced down your throat, I do have a bit of a problem with it. Now, talking about things that I've been doing since I've been off, Sonic 2. I managed to finally watch this movie. I didn't get a chance to go see it at the cinema, because it's very difficult for me to go to the cinema, because um, obviously I'm looking after baby hiccups, and she needs looking after. Uh, but I managed to, I rented it, and I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed Sonic 1, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed this as well. Um, the human characters that were in the first one, I really thought they could have not cut, but there was a scene, and it's not spoiling anything because it's, it's in the trailer. That we're in Hawaii. There was a scene in there which that didn't that the, that series of events didn't even need to be hap- to happen, or could just be rewritten to shorten it down. It was a bit get back to Sonic. That's how I kind of felt sometimes. Nothing in James Marsden. Uh, he was good in it, and so was his um, his on-screen wife. I can't remember her name, unfortunately, but they were great. I had no problems with them. I had no problems with the human characters. I just thought we needed less of them and more Sonic. 
because every time Sonic was on the screen, it was great. Jim Carrey, absolutely fantastic. Again, really funny, really sells the role. And I hope that when he does, or if he does want to come back from acting and they do a Sonic 3, they can really tie him back. Um, Idris Elba was Knuckles, awesome. Idris Elba was fantastic as Knuckles. And Knuckles kind of comes as like that warrior, stupid, not knowing what, you know, takes everything literally. And he's brilliant. A base of ball. I, I won a base of ball. I was, some of the things he said was just awesome. And I am, can see why Knuckles is getting his own TV show. And Idris Elba was perfect for that role. And I hope it does well. Because I know they've, they've set up a Sonic 3. That's not spoiling anything. Sonic 3 is, is in the works. And there's a um, post credit scene which, which does basically say this is coming. And I hope it does really well. I hope this Sonic 2 continues to do really well in the rental market. I hope that when it comes to Knuckles, it does really well when that released on Paramount. And that Sonic 3 is a banger. It's just a shame the games aren't, unfortunately. And the final thing I managed to do when I was off, I managed to watch Thor and the new Love and Thunder. And I was a big lover of Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was really good. And I loved Thor in Avengers Endgame. I thought he was fantastic. His characterization was great. The you know the external struggle, the internal struggle was really good. Unfortunately, I felt this film was a bit too silly. I felt it was very silly, um, and it was like literally we have, let's we've got Ragnarok. Let's let's f it up. Let's let's just contain it up to a hundred. And there was there was one scene which really did my head a little bit. And it again, it's in the trailer where Thor, not Thor, um, Zeus, who is um, played by Russell Crowe has Thor held up by chains and then he flicks his clothes off and everyone laughs like, ha, 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 ha. And it's kind of like, okay, I can see the funny side of it. But again, if that was Natalie Portman that Russell Crowe did that to and everyone laughed, would we be having this conversation? I know it's a gaming topic, but a gaming podcast, but still, yeah, just, just, yeah, just have a little think. Just have a little think. The only real positive I saw from this film is Christian Bale. Christian Bale was absolutely incredible. He is god tier bad guy in the sense of he's up his his performance is up there with Thanos. He was really good. He was kind of like the the seriousness to the silliness of Thor, and it was every time he's on screen, he just was awesome. Like the silliness wasn't there when he was there, and it just played out beautifully. And I want to see that character again. I want to see Christian Bale again. I think I hope he's remembered for his performance in this because he was awesome. Uh, if you want to watch it, just watch it for him. Incredible. Now, that's the end of the news. And hopefully next time I'll try and get a little bit more news going forward. I'm just going to change things up a bit. And we're just going to play our little game that we made here called Revive or Die. Hey, listen. So Revive or Die is where we look at a character... Um, it could be a series of games. It could be a mechanic that's not been in games for a video while video game for a while, and we decide we want to bring them back, or even ask the question: Should they be brought back, or should they be left to die? Now, this was the original topic that I had before I became ill, and I looked at limited lives slash continues. You know, if you play those platformer games, you get limited lives. So you played Mario games. You may once you run out your lives, you get a continue. Once you run out of all of them, that's the end of the game. Kaput, finished, start all over again. Now, I've asked you guys, and you guys gave me some answers. So Chris Copeland said, This can fucking stay dead. Unlimited continues can stay. It's the high score that matters. At first, I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, he's gone off again. He's off like a rocket. 
But um, no, I understand that. You know, can fucking stay dead. I understand that Unlimited continues to stay and it's the high score that matters. Although for me, it's not the high score that matters. It's actually just getting the ending. Like, I don't give a shit about high scores. People, people do that. It's not for me. For me, it's just finish the game, end it, and I can say, right, put you to bed. Captain N says, depends. <sighs> not, not fucking depends, Captain N. It's either revive it or it dies. You can't give me... I'll, I'll, I'll read the rest of your comment, but you've got to give me a... You've done this before. Don't give me half-arsed. You pick a camp. You revive or you die. So does he said, depends. Streets of Rage 4 and TMNT with lives and continues really adds the beat-em-up style game. But a lot of games can get away with checkpoint-based progress, especially newer 3D or adventure-based games. Yes, I get that. But what are you saying to me? Should it... Should it... Oh, yes, with, with beat-em-ups, it can add that little bit of tension. But a lot of games can get away with checkpoint. Yeah, and a lot of them do like that checkpoint state now. Like Crash, they put that back in. Mario's used to have the checkpoint status and it's the status of the checkpoint thinking. But you've got to give me an answer, Captain N. Are you reviving the thing or are you letting the fucker die? That's not an answer and I will ban you. Not entirely because, you know, I do like you. But I will ban metaphorically. You've got to make a decision, sir. Oh, it's got to be. Got to be. Just give me an answer. Revive or die. Now, my personal answer has changed. I originally was revive it because I like that little bit of tension. I like that, oh shit, I've got to, I've got to get good. I've got to practice or I'm going to fuck this up and I'm going to have to start the whole thing again. And I'm thinking back to the Sonics, to the Streets of Rages, to the Turtles because yeah, you like that bit of panic and you've got to, you know, and if I play Streets of Rage 1, which I'd done for the podcast, I couldn't do it on all my continues, but I'd do it again, I got a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. Little things like that so you kind of progress. But then I played Final Fight recently and that can get to fucking hell. That can fuck off after I played Final Fight and the use of continues there can fuck off. Can absolutely suck my dick. Sorry, mum and dad, there's always one. Absolutely not. No. So, for that sense, I'm letting it die. It can stay dead. Give me unlimited continues. Let me just enjoy the game for what I want. And let me finish the game, you fucker. Don't be like that. No limited lives or continues. That's my answer for that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all the stupidity I have for the show. So before we get into our nine beats, I'll just say what I've been up to. Obviously, apart from being on my bloody deathbed, I've managed to play actually quite a lot of games while I was off sick. Uh, I managed to complete Area of Sorrow from Castlevania, uh, Metroid Fusion, finished that, Dragon Quest 1, I finished that, Buster Bust Loose, as that was the July, was it July? No, it was all June's winning Patreon. I managed to complete that. I Final fucking fight. We've discussed this already. And I managed to have a good go of X-Men vs. Street Fighter. I'm currently playing Advance Wars, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. I just decided to pick it up um, for the Game Boy Advance. And I also went and did a bit of shopping and got myself GTA 3, Halo 3, Lord of the Rings 2, and Tekken 4. So there'll be hopefully games that'll be coming on the show in the future. And so I have been a little bit busy, but giving myself a bit of a backlog, you know, because I want to make sure this show continues to grow and I want to make sure that we have weekly episodes so you can all enjoy it. So that is enough of me talking. Let's get into Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. And as I said, I played this game a hell of a lot, really enjoyed it. I felt it was the best version of the Budokai series because they literally put in as many characters as they could. You had characters from all different forms of Dragon Ball, even the non-human, even the 
all the human characters who weren't that strong, but you had you literally could have the Super Saiyan 4, which was incredible. You had Gogeta in there. You had so much in there. It was a very, very good game, and I loved it. And I said, me and my brother and his mates played the hell out of this, and we spent hours on it. This is one of the biggest games we played, this along with Smash Bros. on the N64. I think these were the two main games we used to play back when we were kids at my mate's house, Mike and Craig's house. We played the fuck out of this game. But that's enough of me ranting. Let's just get into this. I'm gonna. It's going to be me and Mr. R9Beat, so let me just put some music on. And when I come back, me and Mr. R9Beats are going to be talking about Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, which came out for the PlayStation 2 in Europe on December the 3rd, 2004. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show, and this time I have pressed record, so this is her first time her first time recording of this is Mr. R9 Beats. How are you? I'm great, and I can't wait to talk about some Dragon Ball Z, because as a the very large Dragon Ball Z fan, you know, I can't read, just like the rest of the audience. <laughs> yeah, so you can't read the manga, it's just pictures for you, the manga. So you just have to wait till the anime comes up. Oh, is that yeah. what they said? I have to wait for the three episodes of Charging a Kamehameha Wave to find out what's going to happen next. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? <laughs> I love Dragon Ball. I, I'm a huge Dragon Ball nut as well, but you, you look back and like, fuck, yeah. Like when, right, if you're not into Dragon Ball Z, this, a lot of this is going to go over your head. And it's my show, meh. But when Goku became Super Saiyan 3, oh my God. How oh, long yes. did that take? Yeah, but it, we got some great memes out of that at least. We did. Nowadays. We did. We did get some good memes out of it, but fuck that. Yeah, charging the Kamehameha and charging it Super Saiyan. Jesus. Like, I'm glad when it came to like GT and Super and Super, they just went, right, we'll shorten that bollocks down dramatically. Yeah, I think because like the, the studios are like, yo, we're not going to spend that much time animating like one thing anymore. Like our budget's not unlimited like it was back in the day. Yeah, it's like we can't just haven't got everything. Like, I need to read the old manga actually. It's like, did it take like six issues of them charging, or is it just no, like done? No, 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 no we can animate this shit. Yeah, they they don't do that. I think it was mostly. Uh, well, I don't even know why they did that. To be honest, it's just like filler. Just add some filler. And did you ever watch him? Um, okay, we will get to Budokai three. We will because that's what we're doing. We do Budokai three. We'll get to it. Did you ever watch him um, Dragon Ball Z abridged? No, I haven't. How have you not seen abridged? I don't know. I'm just I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, but it's just it just seems uh, I don't know. I've already seen the story a bunch of times. Mate, I've been sent clips, obviously. May it is like there's the first few episodes are just like where they're getting everything, you know, it's just very, very like it's like if we were doing it, but then eventually it becomes like studio level-esque, and it is the only way I watch that. Like I actually view Vegeta as a bridge Vegeta. It is hope. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm gutted it's finished. Holy shit. The movies, the Broly movies, incredible. It is very, you know the story, but they do it so much better. Uh, but, you know, maybe one day I'll check it out. I binge the shit out of that thing. They do so, they do things so much better. Like Goku's a moron. That's what makes it so much better. <laughs> Goku is absolutely a moron. <laughs> so I'm guessing they just take their character traits and then just boost it to 10 just so like they can uh, get the memes. Yeah. So Vegeta's even more cocky, but he's better at it. He hates TN 
Um, like him and TN have this absolutely hatred of each other. Bulma's a sex pest. Um, <laughs> but oh, no, honestly, yeah, Goku is an absolute moron, like pure moron. And that's what makes it so much better. Um, honestly, mate, you've got to see it. Like, you ever watched the, the Death Battles? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Death so. So Death Battle, but whenever they do a Dragon Ball one, they use the abridged voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool. That's, that's just a little touch. Honestly, mate, I wish when they do these things, these Dragon Ball games, not obviously Budokai 3, but when they do new ones, they have like a patch where you've got the voice <laughs> artist for the abridged. I was like, that'd be fucking awesome. That'd just be the best. <laughs> Free DLC in the, the PlayStation store for it. Yeah, exactly. Free DLC, a bridge store. So you get to have <laughs> Ghost Snapper. Ghost Snapper. Oh, holy shit, Ghost Snapper. Oh, fucking hell, Ghost Snappers. Napper is the greatest character ever. Like, oh, mate. Jesus, I freaking love Napper. Vegeta, it's a Pokemon. Oh, no, don't. I'll just, I'll wreck my voice doing Napper. Right. I have gone on a tangent, and I'm sorry. We are here to talk about Budokai 3. And that, there was a little panic just off, off camera where I went Budokai, and you went Budokai 3. It was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Imagine I've done Budokai 1. The, the Budokai 1's not bad. That's a good game. For what it's it a, was. It's a good game, but all the notes is like Budokai 3 basically shits on all of them. What was the first one you actually played? Um, Budokai... No, I played Budokai 1. Um, I played I played Budokai 1, Budokai 2, Budokai 3. I got, I got them all. I literally... I, I know there's the Ten, Tenkachi series, that you pronounce it? But Tenkai, Tenkaichi or something? Tenkanchi. Well, I can't pronounce Japanese, but Budokai was where it was at. Jesus Christ. They were, ugh, the series itself was amazing. And I think it set the groundwork for a lot. I think it set the groundwork for when it comes to the new series, Fighters. But Jesus, I love this game. I have so many memories, especially Budokai 3. That was the peak. I think it's the yeah. best PS2 fighting game. Oh, fighting! I, fighting I think it's game. my. I think it's like either my favorite uh, PlayStation Two game ever, or uh, it's got to be at least top three because it's for time played. I think I've played this the most. Oh, I've I've put I've put some hours in, not so much on my own, but I had a lot of memories playing with brother Raph and his mates. Jesus, we played these shit, and his group were like twenty strong, and we'd all be at his mate's house having tournaments. We played the shit out of it. Yeah, I had tournaments for this too. It was uh, for my birthday party. I had a, a tournament of Budokai 3. And uh, of course I won because I, I think I was the only one in my neighborhood who actually owned the game. Oh, really? So, was, so everyone's experience was just like when they came over to my house and I wrecked them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I own the game. So what I did is I, I did all the single player, got all that done, then just left the disc at my, mate's house, at my brother's mate's house. And then because everyone was there like every night. We just left the disc there and just everyone just joined in. Oh, you could do tournaments and that's it. Although there wasn't a bracket, you could just make them yourself. And it was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Well, like, let's talk about the story real quick, because I think I don't think very many Dragon Ball games get the story right. Like the way they did it in Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. Yeah, they actually they, they went through the usual sockets, which is usually a problem with Dragon Ball Z games. But they actually made a better attempt with this one. Yeah, and they also let you like free roam a bit because there you got the holes. You could fly around the whole world. Yeah, you could fly around the map. I was like, that's pretty cool. Although yeah. in theory, like for Dragon Ball characters, it should be like literally done, done. Yeah, obviously that's not going to work for a PlayStation game, is it? Yeah, it was cool too because depending on what story mode you're playing, because you play through story mode with like six or seven characters. It's not yeah. all of them, obviously, 
but uh, you actually fly around in that map as that character. Yeah. Well, some some characters like storyline aren't as pop like as long as Goku's or Vegeta's, obviously, because I don't know, maybe play through like Krillin's storyline. Like it's not like he's fighting Cell at the end or anything. Like <laughs> no, he's dying. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool though. Just just fly around as your favorite Dragon Ball Z character, and uh, you get these uh, quick time events. And uh, there's some very hidden storylines that to unlock characters too, or uh, you would have to use the internet to figure those ones out. Oh like yeah, there were, there were hidden. Oh yeah, there we go. I was gonna say spoilers. We're mentioning it. Yeah, there's a Broly episode, which is I don't think I actually did the Broly episode. I can't. I, I, I did. I got every single character as a kid. I but that was like the well at the time. This is gonna sound very old, but this is at the time where like the internet was actually getting useful for video games because like <laughs> before this, you would find like pages of text and you wouldn't want to read through all that just to find out how to get a character. But now they would actually have like screenshots and show you mm-hmm. what time to go where. It still wasn't like YouTube playthrough t- type thing. It was still like very much screenshots. Yeah, go you here. have to rely on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, God, the internet back in the day. But Fuck this me. game wasn't very. Uh, this game wasn't very forgiving. Like you had to go to like certain events at the exact perfect time. Yeah, you, you're always you did in like certain areas. You're either on Earth or Namek. But like mm-hmm. if you didn't go to an event like directly after this fight. Then it's cut off from you and you have to play the whole game over again to get there. Which is like, how the hell? I know you in games like that. It's like, how the fuck? How the fuck? Yeah, but you know that. Like, like the cool thing is, it. so while you're playing this game, you're unlocking new techniques for your character and you make a custom character with your moves for Goku, Vegeta, whoever you're playing as. When you start the new game plus, you could be Super Saiyan 3 on the first fight. You could fight Raditz as Super Saiyan 3. That's quite... I never did New Game Plus, but that's quite funny. Imagine that. Imagine if Raditz, the actual story, Raditz rocks up going, Goku, <laughs> I'm your brother. I'm going to fight you. And he just goes, poof. What the <laughs> fuck? What's the fuck? Yeah. What is yeah. this? Yeah. The, the Dragon Balls... I think, for me personally, I haven't played Kakarot because, uh, you know... If you've played all of these games before and you're a longtime fan of Dragon Ball Z, you're kind of over the story at this point. Yeah. You play you play it through every single Dragon Ball Z game. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And that's that's always a problem. I think it's going to haunt Dragon Ball. And I think when it came to Dragon Ball Super, because there's going to be some comparisons here. They did that so well because they made a whole new story. I was like, that's what you need to do. Just make a whole new story. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely the way they had to do it. Same with Dragon Ball GT. I know it gets a lot of hate. And it there is some Dragon Ball GT in Budokai 3, which is really cool. They only took like the best aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a uh, that, that was good of Dragon Ball Super. They ha- I mean they had to. Like, what are they gonna do? Animate the whole same thing again? Oh god, no, it'd be a bit <laughs> of a nightmare. The thing is that yeah, people shit on GT. I shit on the first half of GT. The second half of GT is excellent, it's very good. But the first half is absolutely terrible wank. Um, but yeah, the second <laughs> half is a very good... I think they realized, oh shit, this is shit. Better make I, it good. I was so young when Dragon Ball GTO. I, I appreciate all of it. I'll just say that. I, I like all of it. The beginning is obviously just like some like adventure, friendship stuff. That's fine, I guess. It's not Dragon Ball Z, but it's fine as a show of its own. And then it gets into the Super Saiyan 4, Gogeta, and all that <sighs> stuff. 
And that even comes to this game in Dragon Ball GT. And I mean, that's uh, what Dragon I Ball thought. And that's why I thought made this game so good because it was like Budokai 2 is building. We got Super Saiyan 3. But at that time of when Budokai 2 was around, everybody, the West, I'm not saying um, the East because Japan were well ahead, but the West had finally realized, shit, this is what Super Saiyan 4 is. This is incredible because GT had aired. And we're like, fuck. And then when they got the first screenshots, that, yeah, they're going to put GT elements in. I lost my fucking mind. I was like, you are kidding. Because they did, yeah, as you said, they put GT elements in. They put GT characters in. So Goku and Vegeta could go Super Saiyan 4. They put Gogeta in there. They put uh, Omega Shenron in there. I was like, holy shit. This, this is literally the pinnacle of fighting games for Dragon Ball fans. Yeah, they... I think I'm pretty sure they got ev- almost everything. I think they're just missing like Janimba in this game, and that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, they've got yeah, Janimba's not in it, but yeah, they put Broly in there again. That was incredible. But the list of characters in this is huge because it was a huge. They put Bardock in there, and Bardock is a although Bardock is barely in the plot, so that's Goku's dad. Bardock's barely in like, the Dragon Ball lore, but he's just so loved. He's in every fighting game now. But you had Bardock, you had Broly, Cooler. That's Freezer's brother. Kid Goku got added. Gogeta, Oob. Huge, huge roster. Yeah, that, that that's when uh, Oob was actually getting some love. Nowadays, he's not very, he's not getting much screen time. But he's yeah, not back getting then, much screen time. He, he was literally the second strongest character in Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you wait until um. Have you then? If you've have you read the manga of Super? uh for super oh yeah yeah where he uh donates to the 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 spirit bomb and he has like the most energy or something he has all the god power yeah basically so basically back in they they kind of confirmed that when goku was fighting boo then he was fighting a god yeah that's crazy to think about it's like wow wow they went that far holy shit (laughs) okay fair enough but I, do you know what? As much as I love Goku, and I do love Goku, I actually didn't use Goku. I used Videl just to have a make a point. <laughs> and I freaking love Videl. I think so. Videl is Gohan. He's basically Videl at that point, but later on becomes Goku's daughter-in-law. I fucking love Videl. I think he's a great character. So I used the shit out of it. I was like, come on then, SS. Come on, Broly. I'll take you fucking on. I'll take- <laughs> I mean, canonic- canonically, she fights Broly in one of the movies, so that's it's fine. She does. Um, yeah. Movie eleven. Oh yeah, Broly. He, he he like comes through the waterfall or whatever, and he just starts. Uh, he's like fighting them on Earth. Oh, not Bio Broly. Broly returns. Broly returns. Yeah, it's yeah, Android yeah. eighteen and and Bio. So someone's gonna go. Fucking hell, that was Android eighteen. You dickhead. Fucking hell, that you fucked right. Yeah, I think that's the one where like it's a uh, Go Gohan and Gohan finish him off with the Kamehameha and then like Goku does the thing where he like shows up behind them and yeah. you know t- you know, n- normal Dragon Ball stuff normal Dragon Ball <laughs> plot armor bollocks so it's like no bullshit you can't just appear from the dead fucking when, when are you dead and when you're alive makes sense of that bollocks fucking Dragon this, Ball this guy comes back a lot too he comes back in the Gohan movie where he goes Super Saiyan 2 and uh, he like saves his son as an angel yeah he, <laughs> he comes in and pops in and goes boof it's like Bullshit! When are you actually dead? You can just <laughs> so you can just basically the idea of death in that show is just. Well, like, I know it's plot thing, but I, I think fuck? I think the way they say it in the in the show is like, well, 
Goku saved the world so many times. He gets a special admit, like he gets a special like pass where he can go back and that, that's why he could come back at the end for like the tournament or something like that. Yeah, he, like, he, he gets a three day pass. He gets, uh, you know, he gets a day pass, but, he burn, but then he burns his day pass up using Super Saiyan three. I was like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> and fuck? Then, and then Vegeta gets a pass from hell. Yeah. He does, <laughs> he does like, what the fuck? is bullshit. Like, I love Dragon Ball, but what the fuck? Come on. Sort this yeah. shit out. Well, like what when he's writing it, I don't think he cared. Like, he no, I don't think he did. He didn't I, care at all. No, why not? Why just do what the fuck you want? But they managed to get um because they this huge range of characters. So they put Gogeta in there as well. And that's incredible. Yeah. So Gogeta, if you don't for those who don't know, is the fusion between Vegeta and Goku. And again, Gogeta just- is, is incredible. And he's, he was at the time the strongest character in Dragon Ball. Eh, like he technically still is. Well, I uh, no, not not stronger than Beerus, obviously, but he's stronger than Broly. Oh, he's stronger than Broly, but he's not the yeah, now now the invention of super, he's nowhere near. Even Gogeta's not the strongest by a long shot, because then you've got the gods, and the gods yeah, just yeah, look yeah. at them and go, go away. Um, for the but, main cast, for the main cast, Gogeta is the strongest. Oh, but for like, the main cast, Gogeta is the main cast. Main ca- where's the strongest? But the thing is, when I saw Gogeta's like that's incredible. But then I, I don't know if you have you played Super. Uh, sorry, fighters. Fighters? Uh, yes, I've played fighters. I haven't finished the story or anything like that. So with fighters, I think you know when I, I haven't been so excited for Gogeta until they did that reveal trailer when it was they were they were bringing in Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and they actually had Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta fight Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. I was like, oh. holy shit. That's- yeah, and they have like I've watched it all, like all the voice lines, like they they actually like acknowledge, like, oh no, I'm the strongest fusion, or I'm the, that, that's kind of the bullshit that goes with Dragon Ball Z, though. It's like I'm the strongest, no, I'm the strongest. Because even they just put out a movie. I, I had to watch it in Japanese. There's no English, and I guess the translation at the very end is a uh, I won't spoil who, but like the new character at the very end of the of the movie says he is now stronger than Goku and Vegeta. Oh, so, uh, yeah. is the new is the new film out? Super Super, <laughs> super, super superhero. Fucking hell! The news <laughs> is shit. Yeah, it, it's it's out in Japanese. It's not out in English. It's fuck. We have, we have to wait till August. But you know, I already was spoiled thanks to uh, you know the Dragon Ball fans. You know, they like to get their artwork and stuff all done when the new characters have come out. So I knew right away. So Twitter's good. So this film's gonna be spoiled for me. So I need this. I need the subs immediately. Like I need. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I was even worse. I watched it without subs. I'm just like, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> well, you can't <laughs> read anyway, so it's not a problem. <laughs> and it doesn't make a difference. No, <laughs> I can't read. But a uh, good thing to mention, real quick, is when you're talking about Gogeta. In the in this game, the the interesting thing is you don't pick Gogeta. No. You have you have to get full key and then uh, land a super attack. And then you have to do like this button command. Cause there's like a, there's two main things in this game. There is the dragon rush. Yes. The beam, the beam battles and then your supers. So there is always like, say, say I run up to HPT and I, I, I do a spirit bomb. He has a chance to stop the spirit bomb, which is still really, it'll still hurt him, but there's, and then there's a chance that I could, beat him with the spirit bomb which will like do another cutscene where i'll like turn super saiyan and explode the spirit bomb or something like that yeah 
So every time there's a super going on, there's still an interaction between the two to stop. Like so it's, it's, you're always interacting is basically all I'm trying to say, which is. I think is a good thing because it makes it means that the player has, you know, if you get hit with a spirit bomb, you have a chance to fire it back. I think yeah, that was a really, really good little addition. And you're not just getting hit by a spirit bomb and then just waiting. You're yeah, watching then just the waiting. You can yeah. basically and that was because that's what happened in the anime. That's what happened. If you got hit with it this year, the big move, the boss always had a chance to a struggle and he needed to take it. Or he threw it back. And I thought that was a good thing. And you mentioned as well, like, you know, that if you wanted to, if you wanted to fuse, because as I said, you couldn't pick Gogeta, you had to fuse into Gogeta. But what would happen, and especially with Vegeta, I think, sorry, it was with Vegeta, because you could use, so that's another fusion with Goku and uh, uh, Vegeta. You can um, have like the Patara earrings as, a, as an item. And then if you try and actually use that, the opponent can stop it and crush the crush the earrings. So that's gone. I was like, that is brilliant. Yeah. The funny thing was, if you if you use Patara, Patara or Fusion, I'm pretty sure it takes up your whole the your whole uh like your all no no that too, but it took up like your whole custom character list. You did. So yeah, you're basically you <laughs> locked in. Like I did give you like certain attacks still, like you can still do command man and stuff like that because. A lot of these moves, you can't do any of them unless you uh, actually added them to your character or just played as the the base character. Yeah, because that was quite cool because you you could make the character you wanted to make, which was, again, something unique. And you don't see that often now in, in a lot of games. In some like Mortal Kombat, you can see it there, but you don't often see that they come in. But they also had the capsule items, so you could add like little buffs to your character. I remember yeah, like when, Sensu Bean and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can add loads of shit. I can remember when we used to do tournaments. I was like, all that shit's banned. That shit is banned. Oh, you guys just played with the base character and that's it? I think we just played a base because it got too technical where everyone was like, add this shit, add this shit. We said, no, no, all items banned. So poor Videl was absolutely fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, like some characters don't even get that many. Like if you didn't have a storyline, like you were getting either like, through like similar character stories or there was a shop where you could get things yeah and uh so some characters like like don't even like videl like you're explaining like doesn't even have a transformation no and transformations were so broken in this game because you just run up to someone transform and their guards broken oh so i didn't know that if you're if you're someone like goku you just run up to them turn kaioken one which takes no key at all because it's like a technique you do it. They, you break their guard. You hit them like three times, turn Super Saiyan, break their guard again. Hit them three times, turn Super Saiyan 2, break their guard again. So Goku is the most broken because you go all the way up to Super Saiyan 4, which no other character has that many transformations because of no. Kaioken. I never knew that. That's... Well, yeah, like Vegeta doesn't have Super Saiyan 3 or doesn't have Kaioken. So with Goku, you're just you're getting all these free guard breaks for no reason. Because some characters, yeah, because you mentioned the transformations. Yes, some have temporary ones, some have permanent ones. And I think the thing is with with Dragon Ball, yeah, once you you build your key up, you can basically transform to the next stage. So the idea for your, your, if you're the opponent, is do not let them transform. Like you do not want to let a Goku or a Vegeta get to Super Saiyan 4 because you're like, oh shit. It's like you may go home if you get to that stage. Yeah, once you get the this is a big thing too what your transformations actually make it so your base key is higher so say you're super saiyan uh you're just regular goku you'll have three key bars and then the rest you'll always have to constantly charge they won't come back 
yeah. unless you charge them or do a combo. You're doing combo gets a key. You know, they had to implement that for a fighting game. So if you're a Kaioken Goku, then you have, then you have four bars of key. Yeah. And it, it only takes four bars of key to become a Super Saiyan. So then when you become Super Saiyan, it would just stay four bars. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's like Super Saiyan 2 will, You'll have consistently five bars, and then you, you understand how it works all the way up to, I think, eight or nine bars is the final. Math. Use math. Yeah. Oh, eight math. bars math. is eight, eight bars are Super Saiyan 4, and then you'll just have full bars the whole time, so you can I, just spam as many moves as you want. Yeah, just literally have fun, just go nuts, and yeah, you, you're pretty fucked. And poor Videl. Yeah. Oh, so if you really fuck. want to be cheap, like uh, you're you're saying you played Videl. So to give you an understanding how bad Videl is, she only has three bars of key like normally. If yeah. I just picked Kid Boo, we're doing absolutely nothing. I'll have eight bars of key right at <laughs> <out> the beginning. <laughs> That's not fair. And Videl doesn't have any beams. She can't fire beams. Oh, does she throw rocks or something? No, she doesn't. She doesn't, she doesn't throw anything. Oh, I know Hercule threw rocks. Someone Her- throws rocks. It'd be Hercule. Hercule threw rocks. Oh, fucking Hercule. Love Hercule. But um, Videl has nothing, so literally you're just relying on combos and kicks, and literally you have to be a god at dodge. I don't think she's got even because one of the things they have in Dragon Ball is you the ability to like you use one bar a key and you disappear and appear behind your enemy. Oh um, yeah, Videl can't do that, <laughs> so <laughs> Videl's fucked. And um, but what what's good about that? The idea of you know, and that's been a staple now in Dragon Ball games for a while. I think that's brilliant because you can do it, then your character, your opponent can do it. So you just got this match of all the characters go pew, 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 behind each other until their bars run out. But it's a brilliant thing because it makes you feel straight in the anime immediately. Just that little little, little thing. I know other things have done it, like Naruto series have done it, where you turn into a block of wood. But just stuff like that makes you feel like you were in the game and in the anime immediately, which is a great little touch. Yeah. And especially when, if, uh, if you guys, uh, with a certain attack, like when you guys hit each other at the same time, like there's a little, there's a little like, like back and forth, just like yeah. the show where it's just like the clashes in the sky. They, they, they really nailed it with this one. They did. And they absolutely nailed it. And as I said, for me, that when it came to Dragon Ball Z games, this was the Dragon Ball Z game I've always wanted. Cause I played, the ones on the Super Nintendo. I played Final Bout whoa, on the PlayStation One. I played the you know the ten. I can never the the second the ones that came after this. I played them, didn't like them. Budokai and it really put me off Dragon Ball games after that because I thought nothing's ever going to beat Budokai Three. And then Super came along, and sorry, Super Fighters came along, and I think Fighters basically took what Budokai Three had. And then basically added Marvel vs. Capcom to it and then went, there you go. There's your game. Dude. Fighters did a really good job. I really wish I got onto it earlier now. It's pretty impossible to... Well, it's not impossible, but it's pretty hard to play with some of those fighting games when you miss the beginning of the loop. Because once you miss the beginning of the loop, you try to play online, like those people already have those characters mastered. Like, I'm just going to get whooped by those people. Yeah, that's the problem. It takes... Like, I'm, I'm in the same with Street Fighter Five. Like, I can jump into Street Fighter Four, but I haven't played Street Fighter Five. I'm like, fuck, I want to get good at this because Street Fighter Six comes out next year. I'm like, fuck, I need to practice. It's like, I need to have a go and get really good quick. I say, you, yeah. you, you, need, it's that, you need that time. It's like, basically, you just need to play the, um, the computer on hard mode. Until you get really good, until you get really good at that, then you can go take it on. Mm-hmm. 
and some of like some of the things you learn against the computer like cannot be applied to people <laughs> no no well that's the thing until yeah especially ps2 him with ps2 commands or ps2 limited ai you're not gonna have that oh actually just reminded me of ps2 hardware there is, as much as i can praise this game in some ways fuck me it had problems with loading oh yeah so i i remember like most of the time just spinning so basically there's this uh this loading game where it's the Cybermen popping out of the ground. Yeah. And depending on like what you're actually loading, that, that load screen can take a very long time. So if you're if you're loading like a new map for like Namek or something like that, you'll, it'll be really long. In between fights is not too bad. Mm-hmm. But like you can literally fill the entire screen with these Cybermen. Yeah, just you, like press, you press the button, then you and they turn, they pop up. You spin the, the two analogs at the same time and they like pop up depending on how fast you're spinning it. And I remember one time, like actually filling the entire screen because like, whatever I was loading, like was just taking forever. It's like We're talking I, about like at least a minute, or or it, it was a long time. <laughs> and this is the thing, kids. Kids listen to this nowadays who had their PS3s and PS4s and PS5. You don't know the pain we fucking went through with a PS1 and PS2. You have no fucking idea what a when you see a load time, you do you do not know what a load time is. No, Yo, PS1 was even worse because. Oh. Uh, with PS1, your disc could be messed up and you won't even know. So it'll just load forever. It'll literally yeah. never load. <laughs> the, poor PlayStation, scratch. the poor PlayStation's about to take off. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? <laughs> literally, yeah. You when it comes to load times now, like I was playing the PS5. It's like not I was playing Final Fantasy remake the other day. I was like, holy shit, I'm in the game within like three seconds. Like, fuck. It's like, what? Yeah, this is it's insane. <laughs> But, but back in the day, yeah, to fill a whole screen of Cybermen. I think I did the same thing growing up as well. Fuck. I'm probably making it. We probably made it worse. The game was probably like, stop playing. <laughs> Fucking, I'm trying to load the game. You yeah, twat. But you're, you're a kid. So you're just like, yo, whatever I can do to occupy my brain right now. It's like, ooh, okay, I'll make Cybermen. The game's like, stop it. I can't do the original task. And if you keep doing this, well, stop putting it in my face. <laughs> I will stop doing it if you stop putting Cybermen for me to grow in the fucking ground. <laughs> fucking stupid games. But Jesus, yeah, the P- oh, the PS1 and PS2. God bless their souls, but fuck me, they had some problems. So I didn't know this until much later on, but supposedly there was a, well, not supposedly, I own it now, is there is a version of Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 that was literally reworked into a whole new game but it's still budokai 3 it's called uh, dragon ball z infinite world i don't know if you've ever heard of it i've never heard of this so it's all of the exact same things other than the dragon rush was reworked because i guess you could spam the dragon rush if you've ever played these games you could just keep spamming dragon rush yes and uh dragon rush was just this a technique it's not a super or anything it's like super damaging but it was basically where you and your opponent pick one of the four face buttons on your PlayStation. And if your opponent guessed the same button as you, they would stop it or not. You would just do this extremely damaging move and you can just keep doing it depending on how many key you have. It's kind of like Kaioken, basically. Yeah. That's how, yeah, that's how I would explain it. Like your key just goes down and then when you hit zero, you have none if you don't perform this Dragon Rush before. So with Infinite World, I guess they got rid of that, but it's the exact same game. I would definitely check it out if you have it. I'm just, I'm just, do you know what? I, I'm looking at it now. I never saw this game. I've never yeah, seen I, it. I guess they didn't um, like have the budget like Budokai 3, even though this game made billions of dollars and was a bestseller. 
because you know you would have the red label if it was a bestseller. But um, yeah, supposedly they just put it out last minute. Didn't really uh, make that many of them, and they just kind of just saw if people would buy them. I guess again, I don't know. Holy shit! Yeah, so we had thirty-eight characters, thirty-eight characters, um, in Budokai Three, forty-two in this one. Yeah, and it's the exact same. So there's other PS2. There's a lot of PS2 Dragon Ball Z games, guys. You, you probably have no idea how many there is. So there's Budokai 1, 2, 3, and then they got the Super. I think they're just called Super. And then they go into Tenkai, Tenkaichi or whatever that one is. So there's like there's like one or two of the Super ones, and then there's uh, the Tenkaichi ones. This is the added, I was looking, I'm looking at this list now. They added Baby, um, so from GT. Goku, the GT version of Goku. Janemba, Pan, Pecon, or Pycon, Super 17, and Vegeta. Do you know what? As big as I, I love Budokai 3, and I have never, ever, ever heard of this game. And yet yeah, it was released in Europe. I never saw it. Why did they call it Infinite World? Why did they not <laughs> just call it that? Do you know why did they not just call it Budokai 4? I, honest, I honestly think they didn't have the same budget. So if, if they would have called it Budokai 4, and then there would have been that pressure to uh, have different. Like it wasn't different enough, I don't think. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. Basically, I'm reading this. It's, it basically it's the same mechanics and it's it got the criticized. exact same. Yeah, it's the exact same engine and everything. But you know, if you if you love Dragon Ball Z Budokai three, you don't really care too much about um like changing the system because after Budokai three, I didn't like any of the changes that they made to any of the series after this. This is definitely the peak of the Dragon Ball Z games for me. Wow, do you know what? I I I, kinda, I, I don't usually do research for this thing, but I had to now, right now. I've got my phone on. IGN gave it 3.4, 3.5 out of 10. Yeah, but that's not accurate. Okay, so what they're, they're, they're saying it's not different, whatever, but it's still a good game. I, I played it. I have it. It's like the exact same. So if you love Budokai 3, you're going to love that game. Well, yeah. The problem is they're basing it off the average consumer. Like if I bought both games, I would only be like, okay, well, I just wasted money on one because they're so similar. But I so guess what, that's why. What I'm trying to say, right, when did Budokai, Budokai 3 came out? So Budokai, uh, that's probably why, because this, right, so okay, Budokai 3 came out in 2005, but then the next game came out in 2008, and it literally just was the same game. So I can understand why people probably were yeah. shitty, because they were like, well, hang on. If it, was a... like, if it was like the next year or something, then maybe it would make sense. But Yes, yes, I agree with that, but it, it's not. I never knew. Holy I mean, shit. Thinking about it now, if I was a kid in that, I, I didn't know going into that and I bought it, I'd just be like, all right, this is the same game. Like I, I just wasted one of my like games that I could get. You wasted one of your Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. Wow. See this? You learn something new every day. And you know what? And I found this out. So this is when uh, me and Jake were doing the um, Sonic Advance episode, which has not been, well, I don't know if I've released it yet. I do these things pre-recorded. So we found out that that game wasn't made by Sonic Team. It was made by a company called Dimps. And Dimps were the people who made Budokai. Oh, wow. So I was slagging off Dimps. I was like, what the fuck have they ever done? And then Jake went through it. They made Budokai. I was like, what? They made Budokai? What the fuck? <laughs> like, All what? of them are just, just one. This is, this, yeah, Dimps, Dimps must have their hands in everything. I was like, holy shit. I went ahead, Budokai. I was like, okay, Dimps, I have to apologize. If you listen to this show, which they do, 
I have to say, I'm sorry, Dimps, that you made one of the best games of my childhood. And this was, although it's not one of the best games ever, it was one of the best games of my childhood. And I think you have to be a big Dragon Ball fan to love this. Like, oh, I, yeah. Like, oh, I have a I have a crippling addiction to Dragon Ball Z. You know, this is a this is an exclusive here. If you if you know who I am, R9 Beats. Um, I actually have a crippling uh, addiction to uh, Dragon Ball Z to the fact where I uh, I play the phone games. And oh, uh, let's no. just say, I, I've got into some very, you know, very financial problems because <laughs> really, <laughs> well, not problems, but like when I would, I sat back like a, so like you spend money here and there, you know, it's not a big deal. Then when you go back and you look at it through the years and see how much you spent, you know, it's kind of disgusting how it adds up pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it doesn't hurt me, but I, you know, it's, it's a lot of money, you know, yeah, I'm a very big, very big into the phone games for Dragon Ball Z. That's the only thing too. Only Dragon Ball Z. Are these like the fighting games or the card games? It, you you collect you collect the characters like cards, but yeah. you play you play them as not. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Is it heroes? <laughs> Is it Dragon Ball Z heroes? No, uh, it's called. Uh, okay, why am I blanking right now? Um, I'm thinking. Go on, your credit your credit card bills dominated <sighs> by it. No, there's two. So there's one called Legends, where it has like a fighting system, almost like. Um, almost like the PS4 one, Xenoverse. It yeah. almost has like the exact same fighting system, but you're picking your attacks and like, kind of like turn-based, but yeah. not turn-based. Same exact graphics. And then the one that I play a lot is referred to as like Candy Crush because oh, you, click, sake. you click bubbles. You still collect the characters. It's called Dokkan Battle. It's oh, yeah, that, I've heard of this, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, you know the worst thing is, is if you watch YouTubers while you're playing these games, it's even worse because you'd be like, oh, I'm not spending any more money. And then you watch someone get a crazy, you know, Goku blue or whatever. And then you're just like, <laughs> all right, here goes another $60. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, is it a pay to win sort of thing or just pay to collect the characters? Yeah. yeah so I'm a very, so we, we got into this last time. Like I collect things a lot. I have the snap machine. Oh, the one snap machine. Yes, had. you do. Yeah. I actually had to send him a picture at the end of that podcast. And I was very case. impressed. I was very impressed. He had that machine. I've only ever seen two people have one. Very impressed. So I collect video games. And then when I got into the phone game, you know, I started trying to collect that, but you know, video games are cheaper than, you know, uh, cards online, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> don't i collect pokemon cards do not some of them no 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 very expensive. like i pulled a charizard card 300 dollars. oh nice not even graded 300 dollars. <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous i told the wife and she's like holy shit and she was, she was like you spent 200 on a box and opened it i was like yep and then when i showed it, i was like, she was like holy, holy holy fuck <laughs> i was like yeah so that's that's hidden away in my house you're not finding it you bastards <laughs> I have I have a lot more expensive cards than that, but yeah, that that is still pretty nice. What, the modern Charizard? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, hang on. You've got some old school Pokemon cards. Stupid internet, freaking annoying things. Oh, god damn! God damn internet! <laughs> That's what happens when you <laughs> use free apps. So you got rare Pokemon cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just sat here and I. I thought about it for a second. You know, it's probably better not to tell people what I have. Yeah, they'll be coming around your house. They'll be like, <laughs> I want to steal it. You were saying about like uh, you know, Dragon Ball stuff. I've got on my um, desk. I've Again, this is, you know, we're talking Dragon Ball. Fuck, it's my show. Um, exactly. We're on my desk at work because I'm a big kid. I've got loads of Funko Pops and I've got most of the Gokus. 
like literally every base, but I haven't got God, God Goku and Super Saiyan 3, and I've got all the others up to Ultra Instinct. Yeah, so since we're just talking about just Dragon Ball, I I, I think my favorite uh, transformation's got to be that God Goku, like the red one, just for the just for the transformation. He's not my favorite character by any means, but I I got a thing for the red hair. That that thing was sick. Like go go Super Saiyan Four Gogeta was the only one with red hair before that. So yeah, I was I was really happy, and I like uh, Goku's base hair because you know you don't see it as often because you know Super Saiyan. All that stuff. He's in He's every done. other form. For me, it's Super Saiyan 4. Like, I love... Actually, no, tell like it's not Super Saiyan 4 Goku. It's the... So there's basically, like, a theory that there's, like, two different... Well, there are two different Gokus. Basically, the one that carried on from... Oh, you're talking about the Xenoverse Goku? The, Xeno... the one with, with the pole on his back? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Xenoverse yeah. Goku. And I've got that, the as a model on my desk, a high quality one. And it looks so sick. I'll have to send you a picture of it. It looks incredible. I think it's like time patroller Goku or something. Like yeah. That. But it's weird because yeah. Goku's an idiot. He's an idiot at best of times, but in super, they made him more, more of an idiot, like really annoyingly an idiot. But then the time patrol Goku is like the adult version you want. Like he's an actual, he's not an idiot, but he's like serious about his job. It's like, yeah, and then you get to see uh, Super Saiyan Four Vegito. I remember that. That was a thing. That was in that that uh, heroes. Hero. Yeah, heroes. Oh fuck, that was so good. Jesus, I love heroes. Like it, it, it makes no sense. It's all over the place. But Jesus, to see like yeah, the different Gogetas, then the different Vegitos next to each other. I was like, this just looks sick. And to be, to be fair, if if I'm gonna be like a classic Dragon Ball fan, I I prefer the style in the the heroes than the the super. Because, you know, they got the super, like, def- defined arms and everything, just like the original Dragon Ball. So that's why I like Heroes, too. Yeah, Heroes. Heroes is good. I think there's an episode of the of Dragon Ball Super where they got this particular artist in, and it was during the Tournament of Power. Oh, yeah, was, they got they got the one guy in, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was when Goku fought Kale. Uh, yeah, he fought Kale and Khalifa. Oh, my God, the artwork in that episode was just... Yeah, even, even he even did some... He did some scenes for Gohan too. I think Gohan's like just like doing that giant super Kamehameha against like the Namekians or whatever it yeah. was. Oh, this looks so good. And I think it's about, I, I love Dragon Ball. I always will. Like I'm a sucker for it. And the fact that super, the super, super, so fucking super, superhero. Fuck that. As in, who I can't wait. That up? I can't wait until you see that movie. You know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to message me on discord when you see that, because it is nostalgia based. It's 100% nostalgia. I'll just say that. Do you know what? I, I, I've literally, and this is, again, I'm not sure when this is coming out in the grand scheme of things, but DLC episode, I think it'll be episode seven, I'm doing review of the new Turtles game. And nostalgia is, I mentioned quite a lot, because nostalgia is a powerful drug. Yeah, definitely it is. is a powerful drug. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this film. Well, like, if, if I can hear I nostalgia. Think nostalgia is like what makes Mario so big. Because at this point, almost everyone's played a Mario game so they can pull on that nostalgia through everyone. You know, that's the easiest one to just perfectly like put nostalgia with is Mario. Everyone's played a side scrolling Mario game. Yeah. So the second, the second they put another one out that looks similar to it, but like brand new, they get all those nostalgia right there. You get all the nostalgia feelings and the member berries come out. Remember this. And like, so oh. what's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? Um, Hmm. I got a strange one. You want me to say mine first? Go so on. you can think about yours a little bit. My favorite is Go Tanks. 
Gotenks. That's the fusion yes. of trunks and um, because when trunks. I was what yeah, when I was watching Dragon Ball, yeah, it's the fusion between kid trunks and, and Goten. Kid Goten. Yeah. So when I was watching Dragon Ball as a kid, I was a kid. So when I saw Gotenks, I was like, holy, that's so sick. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just always thought he just takes nothing seriously because it's two kids. Yeah. So they're do like they got like a scream attack and like yeah, they're just funny. They have volleyball attack. I just, I, I, love, I love go tanks. Do you know what? Because of Dragon Ball Z abridged and the fact that that's abused my mind so much, um, it, it it's not even Dragon Ball. It's the Dragon Ball abridged version of Vegeta and Hercule. I, I <laughs> I'm in love with them. I am just in love with them so much. They're just incredible. Like I, as as a fan, you've got mate. Honestly, you watch it, and Hercules hilarious. Like they make him funny in Dragon Ball, but Jesus, they amp it up so much in the abridged. If you're gonna say for the normal Dragon Ball, I'll still I'll still say Goku, but not Goku in currently in Super. I'd say Goku like and uh, the Boo Saga, how he is, because that's how our you know the idea mm-hmm. of wanting to train and get stronger. But by Super, he's just become a they just. They devolved him and he's just become a, an idiot. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. I hate stupid Goku. I like adult. Like, there was a scene of Goku and Vegeta when the when Goku was trying to get him to put the uh, ring on. Sorry, the earring on. And he gives this really big speech. It was like, fuck, that's the Goku I like. So that's probably like the, the, the Zeno, Zeno Goku, as he's called. I prefer that one. Yeah. That, that Goku, like, I like... Uh, drag uh, Majin Bu, Bu Saga drag, uh, Goku is really good. He, he's probably the the most accurate. Goku. Yeah, yeah. And then Toriyama went, "Oh no, fuck! We're just gonna make him really stupid again." I was like, "Fucking hell, Toriyama!" One fuck? of my favorite scenes is when he's like doing the spirit bomb and no one's giving him the energy because they're like, "Who the hell is this Goku guy?" And then yeah, Hercules the- like, "It's actually you? for me. It's actually for me." And yeah, Hercule, yeah, give it to Hercule, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, here you go, God. Here you go, champ." Have everything. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Well, so, you know, I know we kind of just gone on a tangent because we can. Again, it's my show. We all know we're here, we're well, here for the, for the long. To, to be fair, this game is a fighting game at its core, and you do do some free roaming, like, oh, in the overworld, but it's just it's just the Dragon Ball story in a video game. So us talking about Dragon Ball in general is still about the game. Exactly. You get every one of these scenes, uh, other than Super, that we've been talking about is in the game. And some of them are animated better in the game if you like the in-game graphic stuff. But a lot yeah. of it's just like the character's face and then they're talking with screen bubbles and stuff like that. Bah, 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 bah. Unless it's yeah. like in the game. It's voice, got the voice actors. actors. I th- yeah, I think I was it's say, yeah, they got the yes. voice actors. I really miss the Gohan voice for back when back then. I don't really like the new Gohan voice. But anytime they do like a flashback for Gohan, I'm like, that's not my Gohan. That's not, not my Gohan. Do you know so what the funny... It was like a kid, so like they can't get that kid to do the voice anymore because he's an adult. So I suppose, yeah, unless they like grab his balls and just hold his (laughs) balls really hard. Do the voice. Do the it's like that 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 kid from Shrek 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 4. Do the raw. (laughs) Hold his balls, do the voice. Can you imagine that walking up to the voice actor? Oh yeah, great to hold you. Do the good kid go on voice. (laughs) (laughs) Teen that's gotta that's got to be my favorite scene in all Dragon Ball. So that, the, the, there's the Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, Kamehameha, with Daddy. That's that's top tier. And I'm not talking Green Daddy either. I'm talking about the real, real Daddy. Teen <laughs> Gohan. Yeah, that's always the Teen Gohan. He's not a teenager. That's what's always hilarious. They call him Teen yeah. Gohan. But he's not a teenager. 
Yeah, he's literally like in high school, like when he looks like an adult. He's, he's, he's like 11 or 12 when he fights Cell, not a teenager. I, but... th- I think he's younger than that, actually, because he might be. Yeah, it might be 11. Yeah, I think 11. Like, yeah, he's fuck. In Majin Buu saga, he's like in high school, so he's not older than 16 or 17. Yeah, that's the thing, because it's a seven. I think he's 11 when he fights Cell, so he must be 18 yeah, I, when he fights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he fights it, he must be a seven year difference. So it's like he must. How's he literally? Does he go to school for the last year? I don't know. Because that's the thing. Yeah, he must do. He literally attends that school that year. That's his first year of school at 18. That's his last year of school. What the fuck, Chi-Chi? I have no idea, I man. Literally, look, I'm looking at these things going, the fuck? Do you know what, though? You said about the voice actors. They got them all in, which is good, which is great, right? And again, I'm going to the bridge stick. It's funny. Um, Sean Schmeckel, I can never pronounce his name, who is the voice of Goku and has been for years. He won't praise abridged he won't um say anything but good about it because he says i'm the face of the company i can't but then you've got um chris sabat who is the voice of vegeta and all might from um my hero academia and he's like and piccolo and piccolo i'm piccolo i'm piccolo sorry and he's like i fucking love that show i was like yes yes chris sabat yeah you know some people they don't understand like you know, you get more points for just saying something like saying the truth. Like you don't have to play like this corporate image all the time. Yeah. Just just being a regular, relatable person is going to get you more fans than. <laughs> definitely, definitely get you more fans. It really will. But it, you know, we've talked a lot about Dragon Ball in this game. Okay. Which is annoying now because now I knew about Infinite World. I would have gone and fucking played that. Shit. Hey, you know, I think it's one of those things, though. Even if you did play it, you'd still be thinking of Dragon Ball Z Budokai three two, anyways. So I think you, I think but, you would. I think the problem was that came out three years later, and by that time, the PS three was out. And from going back from a PS three game to a PS two game, especially one like Dragon Ball, would be like, oh, this is hard. This has been a rough three years. But to be fair, at least we're not talking about Dragon Ball Z Budokai two because even though it had the best opening. And, uh, you know, one of the best, you know, musical soundtracks in that game. For some reason, they decided that they, they were going to make it a board game for the story. And you have oh, to play a board game. Ugh. Yeah. So going from the board game to the open world, I think I, I think we need to say something about that. And that, that, that's a huge improvement. Like the, the largest improvement you could have ever made. It's a huge improvement, from- but it's probably the reason why the Cybermen digging was one, of the, was one of the most fun things to do in this game was because you wanted an open world rather than a board game. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that was a huge thing. And for some reason in that game, you had to get, only get the fusions in the in the Bobbity shop. I don't know why they did that. So this Bobbity shop, you'd have to refresh it by like just backing out and going back in the shop. That's how that's, it would refresh. That's annoying as shit. And I remember it taking like 77 tries to get <laughs> Gotenks. <laughs> yep. 77 tries to get Gotenks because it's my favorite character. Like I'm trying to explain to you guys. Can you, can you, imagine, <laughs> that? Can you imagine that if it was an actual shop? You walk in. Have you got go tanks now? Go walk out. Walk back you just, in. You, yeah, you see me walk in, literally turn around like Homer Simpson or something, walk out, come back in. <laughs> bing, bing. It's like, thank you. Come again. Oh, he's back again. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. The whole way. <laughs> I was like, got go tanks. Nope. I'll be back. Got go tanks. Nope. I'll be back. 77 <laughs> times. <laughs> it's like something from The Sims. Oh. Oh, oh, video games and their <laughs> shit mechanics. That's a fucking shite mechanic they had back then, but at least they fucking sorted that out. But if you had to, like, I've got nothing else to mention about Budokai 3. Have you got more in your notes? Oh, one, 
one quick one, thing. Yeah, go for um, it. I think the the soundtracks of these games they need some praise, but you know, there's a reason they're so good. There's so the composer really loved um classical rock or maybe not classical rock but now it would be called classical rock he loved the acdc and all that stuff i think some led zeppelin and you know all that you know all those legends of of rock so he loved that so much when they went to hd make this game for hd ps3 you know it's not really hd ps3 it's just upscaled it's Mm. not like new graphics or anything like that they actually had to cut a lot of the soundtrack because you know he might have liked those songs a little bit too much and he took a lot of uh riffs exact like note for note so the oh, really in, the opening intro for dragon ball z budokai 3 one of my favorite which openings is, for wait, i should have said that yeah one of my favorite f- openings incredible with song. the water you're flying as goku is it's, it's it hits it's, yeah, it's it one does. of the best opening ever you get to see all the highlights it's almost as good as dragon ball z budokai 2 intro but you know i won't get into that it's it, it hits so well and then you put you put it in the hd ps3 version they can't even they can't even do that. It's like a Dragon Ball opening. It's like something super like tame because they just threw something else there. I it hurts. Never knew that. Yeah, that that it song. Hurts. Oh, that song was. Yeah, I still hear that because it's hard to actually find good Dragon Ball music. But that, oh yeah, yeah. definitely agree with you. That song so is incredible. That, that was just the one last thing. Is the music's great, but at the same time, it's because you know he he, he stole it. a lot of the music. <laughs> he borrowed a lot of it, but it's honestly so good. I would if you have never played Dragon Ball Z, I would search out Dragon Ball Z Budokai, maybe just one, two, and three openings. And just, if you're if you're just a Dragon Ball Z fan, the way those are animated, they're they're amazing. So you'll check those out. That's all I'm gonna say. Do you know what? Right. And this is gonna be coming out after this will be coming out after I've done the go go going on episode, right? And I was doing research. This is the last thing, this is the last thing. It is related. And I was doing research for the Gomon episode and because I couldn't get hold of a cartridge and I was playing it and also well, I was watching it. And the opening song to Mystical Ninja Gomon um, on the N64, I was like, where have I heard that opening song from? I remembered it. The play, I was like, where the fuck have I heard that? Where have I heard that voice? And I'm like, holy shit, that's the guy who does the Shala and Shala. I was like, holy shit, it's the same guy. That's so, so sick. Literally took it to my cousin, to Stefan. Again, this is this is third wall breaking because I've not yet because it, it, it said it, I've not aired yet. Well, as of this, I've not aired the Goemon episode, but I've done the Goemon episode, so it, it was third wall breaking. But we were both like, "Holy shit, really?" It's like I never knew that. But honestly, listen to that. Listen to the Goemon song. You'll go, "Fuck, that's the Shalala guy." <laughs> Fucking that is a that is a song the shalala. That's fucking imagine, awesome. Imagine me and that guy. You're in Japan. You're a legend, and then you you see so you meet one English speaking person, and they're like, "You're the shalala guy." <laughs> Fuck you, guy. <laughs> I like. I I was gonna bring my friend on nine beats, but he spent all his money on on his phone. He bought your. Although to be fair, if you said that to Japan, they'd probably go number one fan, and they'll just give you loads of shit. They did my brother when he went. They get off a Naruto tattoo. They gave him loads of free shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Literally showed his arm, and they just because he went to the where they make it. uh, So I just I just show them my crippling debt, and then I just. (laughs) (laughs) I show them the minus. I show the minus in my bank account, and be like, "Yo, where Goku at? Where's that?" (laughs) 
Give me, you know, where's that 70 year old lady that does the voice of you know 70% of Dragon Ball Z? I think I should meet her now. I spent thousands of dollars. <laughs> I spent so much money, I demand to meet this 70 year old woman who's probably like, just kill me now. Fucking she, she probably doesn't know. live, she's probably in a <laughs> cupboard somewhere. She's like, roll her out again. Come on, you know, when, get her when out. She, when she passes away, it's gonna be a holiday in Japan. Like she's been Goku for like 50 years or something like that. She's been ever since Dragon Ball. She is Dragon Ball. What are they gonna do? Yeah, fuck. Goku, Gohan, Goten. I'm sure there's more other characters that she does. It's, well, Freeza's just died. In English, right? In the English dub, yeah. Freeza's yeah. died. It's like, fuck. They're all dying now. Fucking hell. Did you ever Jesus. think that Frieza was a girl? Nah, nah. Always thought he was a boy. I always thought it was a girl as a kid. Frieza's got a son? Frieza doesn't have a son. Frieza has a son. Who's Frieza's son? Don't know. It's in the comics. Apparently, Frieza something. Free. There's this something. man just said in the comics. Well, in, in something. <laughs> in, in something. It, it says in the comics of the manga. No, it's not the. It's like something. The Frieza does have a son in some form of media in this thing. It's like yeah, she has a son. All right, son Goku. <laughs> <Wee>! <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm so glad I could laugh again without coughing and dying and spluttering everywhere I was a few weeks ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, talking, there's guys called Carissa. This, this ain't real, man. This ain't real. <laughs> Let's not start going on down where Jake was fucking sending me down the other day. Jesus Christ. Right. If you had to score this game out of 10 before I had to go wake up my child or my child would be awake, if you have to score out of 10, what would you give it? You know, for a fighting game on the PlayStation 2, I think I would give it you know, I think I think it's the best PlayStation 2 fighting game I played. So I would give it a, you know, I'd give it a, an 8.9. I'm going to give it, I'm probably going to give it a 9 just for the, the I'm going to up it by that 0.1. I'm going to up it that little bit because I do agree. For the PlayStation 2, there weren't, there were, there were good fighting games, but there was not, the PlayStation 1 had better ones. PlayStation 2 was lacking dramatically, I think, on, there were about they five are, good, five good play fighting games, in my opinion, on the PlayStation. They all, 2. they all suffered from. Do I go 3D or do I go? You know, I, mean, I, I think Dragon Ball Z Budokai is great inspiration of. I went 3D, but it's still 2D. Like you can side, it's like Tekken. You can sidestep exactly. Yeah, it's like Tekken. But you, yeah. I, no, you know what? Nine out of nine. Nine, nine out of nine point nine out of nine. Nine point <laughs> nine out of ten. <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> nine point nine out of ten. That's the That's thing, yeah, because I, I agree that two point five. I know we're going again. We're going back fine again. Whatever, but yeah, it did that two point that, that two point five three G because Tekken worked, um, Soul Calibur worked, but then Street Fighter tried it and was like, ugh, ugh, fuck, no. But then you had like Marvel vs Capcom two, which was fucking oh. Mwah. Um, Best fighting yeah, game of all time. Um, yeah, but Budokai is, I'd say, for top five um, PlayStation ones. Yeah, I put Budokai too. And technically, you have to put Budokai in Infinite World higher than that because it had more characters in. I mean, if you've played it. If you if, if you played it right into the show and let me know because I've never if, even fucking heard of if it. You're, if you're one of the 30 people that played it and then, you know. Right in. Send, eventually, eventually, when I get my um, PO box, if someone's got a copy of it, send it in. I'll freaking frame it. I will frame it in my house if someone sends me a copy of that game. All right. If you guys just all subscribe to me and give me a hundred thousand subscribers, I'll send him my copy. So R nine <laughs> R nine beats. 
<laughs> That's thirty dollars ever spent. Yes. Right. <laughs> on my wall. I want a picture of I want a picture of your mobile phone bill, and I want a picture of that as well. It'd just oh, be no, great. Ch- no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you as always. So, oh, God, I love chatting with you. It's good fun. But you take care of yourself and thank you for coming on again. All right. No problem. Remember, 9.9 out of 9. Yep. That's <laughs> no, no typos there. It's 9.9 out of 9. And if you guys want uh, him to get a copy of Infinite World, R9 Beats on YouTube. Just hit the red button. Follow him. Subscribe to him. See you later, matey. See you. that was Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 for the PlayStation 2. Thank you very much to R9 Beats for coming on once again. If you want to support R9 Beats, and you all should, go to YouTube and look at R9 Beats and give it a subscribe and a follow on there. Thank you very much to everyone from listening. It's been really great. And if you want to help support the show and get involved, go to patreon.com forward slash retro wars. Until then, I will see you all next week. You take care of yourself. My name is Danny. I'll see you then. Bye bye. <laughs>